everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. But did you know that you can join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom? That is right, live. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click the link in our series or episode descriptions. Once you're there, follow Ask the Tarot and tune in every Thursday at 9 p.m. to hear what the tarot has to say. Hey, I'll even read your questions live. You don't want to miss that. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday. You guys, hello, it's Michelle T. Thanks for coming to another episode of Ask the Tarot. Listen, it's clear skies where I am. I'm back in California where the weather is mild. (laughs) I can't believe that happened last week, you guys. For those who were not with us, what I'm talking about is I was doing the room live from Knoxville, Tennessee last week. I was in a writer's retreat in the woods and there's an enormous storm. It was so crazy. It was like... um, it was a southern storm. You either know what I'm talking about or you don't. My gosh, the the rain was like, I just walked to a car and it was like I'd been pushed into a swimming pool. So it was a, it was a wild storm and it knocked the internet out. And, um, and try as I might, I could not get back on. Now, I heard that Ask the Tarot became Ask the Flight Attendant when um, Angel, who's always here, maybe is still here, maybe he's here right now, maybe... She's on her vacay with her pilot uh, date, who we talked about. You know, that was one thing I was able to to help out with last week before everything went crazy. Um, but yeah, I heard it became Ask the Flight Attendant and she um, answered some questions. I really wish I got to hear that. Well, I guess I will get to hear it because, well, no, I won't because that, <laughs> that won't be replayed because it didn't really, there wasn't enough material. Um, so anyway, that was very interesting. Hello, Chandler. Welcome to your first time being able to listen live. So listen, this is how this goes, you guys. We have a very lively chat. I love it so much. Here's Jasmine popping up, letting us know the moon is in Scorpio. Thank you. Um, I'm going to pull cards for folks who have questions, okay? So there's two ways to submit your question. If you want to submit a question for the future, hit me up on Instagram, Michelle Tease, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-T-E-A-Z. And it's worth noting, only one Z in Michelle T's. There are people who have cloned my account. They're reaching out to people. They're scamming people, pretending to be me and asking for money for tarot readings. Please know I will never do that. And neither will any other tarot reader. Nobody reaches out to you. You have to come to us. That's how it works. So let your friends know too, because people are getting taken for a ride. Um, but you can come into my DMs, give me your problems. Uh, you can message me there with you know what you'd like me to pick a card for you about, and I will try to get to it ASAP. Now, for those of you here in the room, just raise your hand. I'm going to bounce back and forth between folks who sent a question to my Instagram and also you guys live here in the room. Um, Welcome, Doms. I'm really happy that you're here too. We got some first timers. Um, If you like this show, go on to Spotify, search Your Magic. That's my other podcast. And you can find um, tons of back episodes of Ask the Tarot. And they're really fun to listen to. All right, let's get with it. All right, here's a question that came to me. I got a bunch of love questions lined up. Um, I've had a very rough time when it comes to dating slash wanting to form a solid relationship with a person. I recently went on a date with a guy and we clicked immediately. However, I'm aware that I connect with people fairly well. However, with him, I felt safe and he respected my space and boundaries on our first date. 
He ticks off everything on my list so far, but I have a tendency to fall fast. He agreed that we can get to know each other at a slower pace, which I'm so happy about. My question is, is he someone that is right for me? I don't want to get my hopes up by saying that he is the one, my soulmate, etc. but I have a good feeling about him. I've just been wrong so many times. First of all, I just want to like give a shout out to the amazing like self-understanding and like self-knowledge that this person has. I mean, um, knowing that you um, tend to to uh, click with people, right? That you're very good at connecting with people, knowing that you have the tendency to fall fast, you know, knowing that it doesn't really work to get excited and be like, this is my soulmate. I mean, this is stuff people pay good money to a therapist to land in this spot. So I just want to say very, very well done. I mean, that is how you go into a relationship. So I picked some cards for what does it look like for you to kind of keep keep going towards this person, keep giving him your energy, you know, hoping for the best. Um, I'm picking from a, a deck. Oh, what's the name of this deck? It's called The Cosmic Slumber by uh, Tilly Walden. It's, it's a great deck and I got some interesting cards. The very first one super resonated with like what I'm feeling um, from this person. It's the Six of Swords, right? Which is about using your mind in a good way. Like your head is on straight, your analysis is sharp, you're thinking correctly about the situation. So I like that. To me, that is talking about um, the way that this querent, you know, a querent is a person who's asking a question of a tarot or of a, a diviner, divination. Um, this querent is being very intelligent about how they're moving forward. And that's shown um, in the Six of Swords. On the other side, the third card is the Queen of Pentacles, right? Super grounded, a queen, knowing your worth. The Queen of Pentacles, especially the Earth Queen, Capricorn, um, knowing that you're the boss, you know, this whole, knowing that you have boundaries, knowing that you have space, right? Um, the Queen of Pentacles is owning all of that. I mean, she's still open, like in this really sweet drawing. She has like a really cute little cow's head on her lap. Oh, it's so cute, you guys. Um, but, you know, also like she's allowing that cow to be there, right? So I like this. You know, I feel like there's a lot of strength here. And then in the middle, the middle card, you guys, it's the Five of Swords. Five of Swords is rough, right? It's about conflict. It's about the mind being stressed, Um so I'm like, hmm, what to make of that? What to make? Is it just not a good match, you know? So I pulled three cards saying, what does it look like for her to not, you know, invest in this person, but to sort of walk away? The first one is the Seven of Swords. And that's not a good card either, right? The Seven of Swords, you know, it's called Futility in the um, in the, in the uh, Toth deck. And it's just about like, you know, putting energy into something that doesn't really work. Um, and this is for going away, Right. And then the Three of Swords, that heartbreak card, um, no good, right? And then this is very interesting. For, the, for this deck, for the Cosmic Slumber deck, they have um, a, a bonus card that exists only in this deck, and it's called The Morning. And it's about a new beginning, starting over, a second chance. So what I'm seeing, I had a feeling, um, my vibe about this um, when I saw that Five of Swords is that, you know, relationships are hard, y'all, right? They just are. Even really awesome relationships have bumps because we are all so like confused, right? Even when we're trying our best, we're so confused. And then you get two, you know, confused people together and, you know, somebody's feelings get hurt. But listen, there are the there are certain conflicts, learning to, to deal with conflicts in a relationship 
learning to sort of advocate for yourself and not allow yourself to get lost when you're falling in love. These are really hard things for some people. I relate to that. I'm one of those people. Um, what I'm getting from this, I don't, I don't think she should be scared of the five of swords. I think the five of swords is just saying like, this is a good person for you to get in there with and like figure out, not like you guys are going to have huge fights or anything, but just like figure out those weird, icky um, ways that we feel so vulnerable in relationships, right? That they make us feel strange sometimes or like, you know, what happens when we get our feelings hurt? Does this person, you know, respond in a nice way or do they get defensive? Like this is, you're going to be like dealing with real relationship reality in a way that you only can when you are actually, you know, connecting with another human being, right? Some of these things, you know, you can talk about it in therapy, you can like be single and build yourself up, but then you get in a relationship and it all comes back, right? This is where you really have to work it out. Because for me, looking at these other cards, like if you don't stay with this person, you have these yucky swords cards, they're really awful. And then like starting over. So it just feels like, you know, it's, you're going to find like the same kind of situation, like another sort of like not completely perfect person because who is right. Um, who you're still going to have to figure out how to, um, to deal with these different things that relationships, um, bring up for you. Right. I just relate to that, um, dynamic. So, Good luck. Uh, I think that you can trust this person. And, you know, if if weirdness comes up, you know, you got your head really good on your shoulders. Don't be scared. You can take care of yourself and ride it out and see if it's a big deal or not. See how, you know, how do you guys relate and communicate when there's a conflict? That's a really important thing to find out. All right. Let me see who is in the rooms here. Um, who's got their hand up? Zara, Zara, how can the tarot help you? Um, make sure you unmute yourself. Hi. And you, hi, hi, how can I help you? Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you for doing this. Ah, it's my and great I, joy. Well, it's a pleasure to witness. Um, uh. And I also want to say I met you last summer in New York City in the bathroom of Penn Station. <gasps> Oh my God, I'm looking at your face and your profile picture and I remember you so clearly. Yeah. Oh my God, we met each other in the bathroom at Penn State. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> and I, anyways, you were very gracious and, and, and it was nice to meet you. Oh, it was nice to meet you too. This is so cool and strange. I love <laughs> right? it. Right? My God. Um, so my question, which I've prepared because I was going to ask it last week, um, hopefully, but now I'm here, so that's even better. Um, So here's how it goes. And I did write it down in advance because I'm a writer and that's how I think. Um, Yeah. Okay, let's go. So I'm at a crossroads personally, Mm -hmm. professionally, and location-wise in terms of my home. I'd love to know more about uh, my path because I'm currently very close to having an opportunity to possibly move to my dream city of New York City. Um, And feeling very open to this journey and would love to gain insight into the best way to equip myself for what might be a lot of unknowns. Also, I just met someone who's very intriguing, thoughtful, Mm. and cute, and I'd love to consider how she fits into the puzzle. Ooh, okay. So do you want me to pick some cards on like what does, so how, do you feel pretty confident that you are going to get this job in New York? Well, I feel like if it's not this one, it's got to be another one, you know, it's, it's, you know, something about it's yeah. really, yeah. 
I love that. So, so really, you are going to be moving to New York one way or another. So do you want some cards on like what New York looks like for you? That sounds like a good start. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. So what does New York look like for you? Dream City. I know. Tell me about it. I say this all the time. I always like get really romantic about Paris. I'm like, oh, I want to go to Paris. <laughs> and then, you know, I go to New York and I'm like, oh, this is better. <laughs> the best Very the different world. energies. Yeah. Very different energies. It's true. Um, but I just love New York so much. Okay. Last shuffle for, for that. Let's see what we got here. Oh my God. Yes, absolutely. Your very first card I'm, re- I'm reading with the Crowley deck is lust. And that is just like a big, it's lust for life, right? It's like, oh my God, like, you know, it's, this woman, she's naked. She's on this like, you know, crazy, you know, liony beast. It has all these heads. There's a head of a poet, a head of a saint, a head of a teacher. Um, the, the beast's tail is like this crazy snake tiger thing. And there's this big, beautiful drop of like elixir of like lifeblood that's dripping into her hand and she's just reaching out for it. I love this card because it's really about like, this is your one precious life. Like live it with gusto, like get out there and just like sink your teeth into it and, um, you know, just do it. So this, this to me is like, yeah, man, like that's New York. That's the energy. Like you're ready for it. Um, you're going to take advantage of it. Um, I just have to say, I'm getting a little distracted by, by, um, Gata or Gata. I'm sorry if I'm ruining your name, but she's fighting me about New York not being better than Paris. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll give you that. I'll give you that win. That was like a left hook. Okay. She fought me on it. Um, okay. Your third card on the other side is the three of wands, which is called virtue and it's sun and Aries. And I love this card. To me, it is the minor arcana version of the universe because it's much, it's, it's all about, you've put your will in the right direction. You've done all the right things and it's taking you exactly to where you need to be. So this is beautiful. Um, I just love this so much. Your middle card is a little confusing. It's the 10 of cups. And you know, again, if this was rider weight, it would fit in so perfectly because it's such a joyful celebratory card. But in the Toth deck, the 10 of cups is a little bit about like stagnation. So I think what this means is that like, you're, re- you're just ready to like tip, you know, it's a 10. So we're, we're about to like, these cups need to get knocked over so we can go back to the ace. Right. And this move is going to be just like such an ace for you. Um, and it's going to like really engage you emotionally and start you on a new emotional sort of cycle is the way I'm looking at it. Um, that looks beautiful. Yeah. It's time for you. It's the right time. That's the message I'm getting from that 10 of cups. It's like you're, um, sort of maybe plateauing where you are now, right? It's like the, the challenges, um, and the sort of, um, people, places, and things that you can sort of, uh, engage in really passionately. It's not there for you where you are right now. So it's good that you're going. Um, so yes to that. And now there's this person, do we want to see, is it like, um, you want to see like what the energy is going to be like for you and this new person? Yeah. And like, if and when things are changing for me, how does someone who's in my current location, like, what does that mean? You know, like, oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And, and all the, and all the other things you said too. And all the what? The other things that you mentioned in the beginning, like, you know, just the curiosity. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what does it look like? What's the energy look like around you and this new person? Um, okay. Yeah. Especially if you're leaving, what does it mean? Hmm. Oh, 
oh man, it doesn't look great, um, which to me makes a little bit of sense if you're leaving. Um, it does tell a very particular story. I mean, the very first card is the three of uh, the three of uh, discs, which is called works, you know, in this. And it really is about like, you know, pursuing your life's work, you know, working. It's, it always comes up around job stuff. It's Mars and Capricorn. It's like, you know, so to me, it's like, okay, if you're leaving to, you know, to, to follow, you know, your career into New York, that's pretty interesting that it's not a romantic card, you know, that's coming, that's coming up. The next card that comes up is the two of swords, which in the Crowley deck is called peace. It's moon in Libra, which is very relational, you know? Um, so, and then you're fine. I'm just going to tell you the whole story. Then the final card is the 10 of swords, right? Ruin. Oh, we hate that card. So goodness. This, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. This, the, the vibe that I'm getting from this is like, there is a connection, right? You guys do like each other. You are leaving. There's possibly this idea that um, you will do something long distance. That's what I think the, the peace um, card is, is representing here. This moon in Libra is sort of like, well, something has sparked. It's a two. So let's see if we can make this work a little bit long distance. And I feel that it's, um, totally honest, you know, and, 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 uh, sincere, but it's not going to work. That's what I'm getting with that 10 of swords, especially it being in the same suit and it being, you know, the end, the end of the suit. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't necessarily think you should, you know, because of this, break it off and walk away, you know, I mean, give it a try. And, and that includes, you know, give the long distance a try. Um, but if it starts to feel bad, um, then maybe really pay attention to that, you know? Because the thing that's hard about long-distance relationships also is you um, just don't know the person as well as if you were in the same city as them. Um, so, you know, if, if you guys don't know each other too well before you end up leaving, just pay attention to red flags and respect to see them. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, that does. That's very clear and kind of like, it's not it's not surprising because of what I've been thinking about lately, actually. Oh, interesting. Well, listen, it's like the, what's really the most important thing for you is to get yourself to New York and pursue, pursue mm-hmm. that career and get into that sort of like that New York state of mind into that hustle. Um, and, you know, thankfully New York is filled with like amazing people. So <laughs> I believe you yeah. will definitely not have any problem, like, you know, meeting other folks. Um, nothing against, of course, this person who, Struck you as special. Wow. Well, um, that's that's uh, very very uh, feels very clear in in a nice way. Uh, both yeah. things. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Um, and thank you so much for for you know showing up and reminding me that we met in the bathroom at Penn State. <laughs> uh, I hope I run into you in other bathrooms throughout our our country. <laughs> yes. Likewise. Thank you so much. Okay. Good luck with everything. Oh my God, that's wild. I totally remember meeting uh, Zara. That's uh, amazing. And I want to pop into the chat because what am I seeing here? Um, oh my God, you're the Eliza, Ke- Eliza Kelly, your astro- dating with astrology show is right after my show that we are right here. I'm so glad because I'm really curious about it and I want to go to the dating with astrology um, show. That sounds super fun. Thanks for popping in and telling us all about it. I have my kid tonight, so I can't. But next time, next time um, I don't have him and I can stay up late and not do bedtime. I'm glad you like this show, Eliza. Yours sounds awesome too. 
All right, let's jump into uh, something that came into Instagram. It's another love question. I got out of a three-year-long toxic relationship in 2019. Immediately after ending the relationship, I jumped on dating apps and started talking to people. The dating was overall a negative experience. I was in the talking stage with someone who was controlling and manipulative in the same way my ex was. This freaked me out and I stopped dating completely and took time to work on myself. Then COVID hit. Fast forward to today and I haven't dated anyone for two years and I want to put myself out there again. I'm on dating apps, but things are stagnant and I'm feeling discouraged. My question, should I stay on these apps? Should I look for someone in real life instead? Or should I stop looking for love and just let it find me? I have a stellium in Sagittarius. Oh my God, stellium in Sagittarius and you haven't dated in two years. That is hard. (laughs) My Venus, Jupiter, Mars, and Pluto. Oh my gosh, wow, wow. I mean, just like... My, I'm tipping my hat to you, Sag Stellium. I thought I had a bad one. Um, that's amazing. Oh, I think maybe there's somebody here and this is their question. I'm so happy that you're listening. Um, well, I picked some cards for you on these questions. I'm working with a tarot deck called the Outsider Tarot that is really a cute and, and very like big hearted deck. You're so welcome. Um, so here we go. Should you stay on the apps? Listen, to me, it's all about, well, not to me, to what I'm looking at in these cards. Um, I think you should stay on the apps, but I also think that you should have like your feet on the ground about it. And just like, you know, it's like getting super discouraged and being like, it sucks is just as bad as being like, my true love is on the apps. You know what I mean? It's like, it's really in the middle and it's a crapshoot. I mean, I'm getting married next week and I met, my, you know, boyfriend on the apps. So anything can, and then also like the grossest dates ever I've had from the apps, right? So we know everything is possible. You got the seven of, of bottles, which is like the seven of cups here, right? And, you know, the seven of, of cups, um, seven of bottles, it's actually really amazing um, illustration. It looks, this woman who looks like Marie Antoinette and she's wearing a big, like in her giant hair, she's wearing a giant bo- heart-shaped bottle with a scorpion inside it. It's so wild. So, you know, we know from this, from the seven of bottles, it's like, if you're bringing too much emotionality to the situation, it's going to feel overwhelming. So it's like, maybe you want a strategy, maybe, uh, you know, what can you do to sort of like bring down expectations, you know, bring up a sense of humor and be really compassionate to yourself because your next card here is, is, it's called spark of bottles, which is basically like a page of cups. It's this really sweet, young, young looking person who's like sitting in a, in a little bottle with a crown on their head. And it's like, oh my God, you're just getting back out there. You're so vulnerable. And, you know, not to mention that your last relationship was long and toxic, right? And then you fell in with another person. That's really interesting because I was in a very long toxic relationship and wildly the same thing happened to me. I fell in love with someone quickly coming out of it and they were, they had all of my ex's qualities, but like worse, And for some reason, I didn't see it until it was like I was in it and it was fully blowing up in my face. So apparently that's a thing. I read like a self-help book about it afterwards. But anyways, you know, be gentle with yourself. This is new terrain for you. The reason why in spite of these cards, I'm telling you to do it. um, You got the six of lights, which is like the six of wands, which is victory. You know, it's really lovely. It's a great card. Um, The illustration is this guy is climbing this tree that's hung with all these paper lanterns and he's hoisting up 
one that's like a big lion's head. And so it's this really beautiful Leo energy. And it's like, you know, just know that it is what it is. Be really gentle with yourself and see if you can have fun, okay? So I picked that. Now, you know, um, should you look for someone in real life instead? Well, yes, you definitely should. You got three eights and eights are the number of sort of like smarts. It's a sort of mathy number, right? It's about like the intellect, it's rationality. So to get three eights, I'm like, oh yeah, that would be very smart of you, right? But, you know, that said, you know, there's still, you know, this is, this is a little bit of a loaded terrain for you. Um, I can feel that in the cards that are coming up. The first one is the eight of bottles and it's all these bottles filled with like different like wild things like a heart or like a kidney or a fish or, um, you know, a movie, movie film. Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, what it's saying is that there are a lot of people out there and that might be a little dizzying. I don't know. I'm feeling a little protective of you, I think, but I'm also getting that sense from the cards that the cards are um, urging you to feel a little protective of yourself, not shut down at all, right? But just like really honoring yourself and what you've been through. Your next card is the, is eight of roses, right? Which is like an eight of pentacles, which is about like being slow and careful, but like doing it, right? And it's it's in this one, it's so interesting. It's a person who's getting this beautiful tattoo of a rose on their back. It's like someone's giving someone else a tattoo. So it's like, you know, this person is allowing something radical to happen. They're allowing themselves to be transformed, but also they're with someone who like knows what they're doing, who's really, oh my God, you're getting a rose tattoo. This is wild. Oh my God, that's really wild. Okay, so the person who wrote this is actually gonna get a rose tattoo. Well, the, both of the people on this card have rose tattoos like all over their bodies and it's so beautiful. Well, that's great. I mean, those thorns are there to protect you, right? So again, we get a little bit of like, you know, in the um, in the top deck, you know, it's these beautiful flowers and the leaves are curling around them to protect those flowers. Here we have a rose that has thorns to protect it. So again, we're getting a little bit of be wise, be smart. And then we get... Um, the eight of lights, which is like an eight of wands. And in this, it's this woman who is like, you know, she's clearly accomplished something wonderful. There's like all these lights around her. She's getting like her picture taken. So it's like, yeah, I think there's something fun there for you. I think, I think what I'm getting from these cards is like, it's a real balance between self-protection and then also like having fun, right? Like, cause the reason you want to do this is because you know, people can be really fun and love and romance is fun and you want a piece of that, right? Now, letting, um, just letting it come to you is kind of interesting. Like, I think that it will, okay? I think that's your destiny. But, um, you know, the first two cards you got, the first one is the Nine of Roses, which is an illustration of like a Saint, Saint Teresa of the, the Little Rose, right? Any uh, people who survived Catholic school out there? Um, and then the six of roses, which is success. But in the middle is the death card. Very interesting combo, right? What I'm getting from it is that like, yeah, you could do that. Um, and you will find, you know, you'll definitely find somebody because love is going to come to you. But there's something about being more proactive about it that I think, um, is possibly going to, to, it's going to give you more of a sense of control, more of a sense of agency, and um, you'll, I think you'll feel more like, all right, I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Instead of just like, I don't know, bumping around, kind of half, half having your eye out, half not. So I say, stay on the apps, be open to real life, um, have fun and really respect what you have been through. I hope so much that that is helpful to you. Um, and 
we really all want to see your rose tattoo once you get it. Please post a picture in the chat. Okay, who has their hand up? Gazda. Gazda, it is you. If if you are there. Hello. You your uh your mute button is on. So see if you can turn that off. You might have to refresh. Um okay, there we go. Hi, hello. Hello, hey. how are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. Mm-hmm, of course. So I have a um, question about my job job life. So I'm an immigrant okay. and um, it's, you know, it's really hard to get a job in the United States, but I'm trying to get in. Yeah. Like um, there's a, there's a yeah. um, result date almost like three, three, three weeks later, like um middle of March. So I'm really wondering about the results. Like I really work hard for this job event, like job match, like um, how do you say um, conclusion? I want to see the conclusion. I want to see the positive things. So uh, could you be able to pick a card for me? Certainly. So you want to see like, what's the, what, do you, what is the outcome going to look like? Yeah, definitely. I'm really, getting an arch. Yeah. I'm really curious and and I uh, push myself very hard for this. Okay. All right. Let's see. Um, doing a little final shuffle, and then I will pull some cards from the Toth deck. Oh my God! You did work really hard. That is really, you know, your middle card here is the work card, which you know came up again recently, right? Um, just a little bit earlier. It's Mars and Capricorn. When that card comes up, we are working. We are working our butt off. Um, the card that's before that is the Eight of Wands. In this deck, it's called Swiftness, and it's about things moving very quickly. Like my guess is that you really had to hustle and like really make a lot of things happen. But the final card that you have here is the Moon which I hate for you. I really want to give you better news than this because I know you've come on the show before and I know this is like a really important goal for you and you've been working at it for quite a while. Um, and I'm just so sorry that it's so hard. I'm sorry it's not easier, you know, for, for folks to be able to come to this country. It's so frustrating. I mean, I, you know, I can imagine the amount of work you're doing and then, you know, to, to, to have it to get something that is unclear or, or perhaps a no. That's what I'm seeing with the moon card. Is there a way that, um, that you just wouldn't know in March or would you definitely know in March? Yeah, I like, I'll probably get in my email. Like I will definitely knew that on March. Like I couldn't delay it. They will um, tell me the, on the middle of the March. Oh, I'm so sorry. It doesn't, you know, that moon card is, it, it tends to be like when the moon card comes up, you're, you're blocked, you know, your, your will is blocked. Um, so um, what it looks like to me is that it's probably not going to happen in March. Will you have more opportunities to try? Yeah, I have like, but you know, um, Mm, because you know as you see I really work hard like I, yeah you know yeah that is really clear that is really really clear I'm so sorry God I'm sorry that the, the the cards aren't saying anything you know better um you know try to keep your spirits up it can be really hard to get an, a, a difficult tarot reading when you're not capable of changing the course you know what I mean it's one thing to get a negative card reading and you can actually mm -hmm. be like okay fine I'm not going to do that but when you get a card reading that's, that's um, you know, not it's not good news and it's something that you just have to sit with, you know, that's a real bummer. So I'm, I'm sorry. And I hope there's something you can do to try to stay positive as you wait. And I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. 
Well, thank you. Thank you very much for helping me. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Oh, man, you guys. This stupid country. I hate hearing about how hard it is for folks to get over here. Um, and, you know, I also don't like giving sad news out like that. And you just have to when you're a tarot reader, right? You really do. Um, but sometimes it's a little bit harder on these little fast, quickie readings because there's less time to sort of sit with the person. Not like, you know, what am I going to do? I don't know. But um, but I just hope that there's, I hope that there's still hope, I guess. Um, all right. Let's look at yet another romance question. Um, and it says, I've been in a long distance relationship for a year and I am so in love and happy and fully convinced this is my life partner. Our biggest issue has been distance. He lives in Florida and I live in Texas. Soon he plans to live and travel in an RV and wants me to join him. On this journey, we both hope to be inspired as we pursue our writing careers. My main worry is how will we financially support ourselves during that time and how will I adjust to van life? I guess my question is, how would it look for me to take this opportunity? It's something I've always wanted to do with the love of my life, but fear of the obvious is getting in the way. Oh boy, yeah, man. I mean, girls running away with guys they don't fully, fully know, even though they love them and it's the love of their life, but they don't totally know them because it's only been a year and it's been long distance and then they're going to live in a van. I really tried not to to put my own kind of like eek red flag energy onto this reading, okay? And just wanted to see, because I understand the dream of van life. You know, I'm not immune to that. I wanted to do that when I was in my 20s too. Um, so I picked some cards um, for what would it look like for you to do this, you know, to get in the van and take off. And the first one um, is the eight of cups, okay? And so it's sort of like um, the eight of cups is about walking, you know, oh, oh, let me tell you about the deck that I'm using because of course that makes all the difference in the interpretation. This is a deck called the New Chapter Tarot. It's another very beautiful deck from Liminal 11. So, you know, the eight of cups can be, it's about leaving, right? So that's really interesting because especially in this, you know, a lot of times it's about like having to leave something we've put a lot of work into. It's a sad card. Um, it maybe has a little bit of a melancholy tone in this, but it's actually about, you know, there's a ship setting, a ship setting sail and it looks kind of gorgeous. And, um, you know, so I'm like, okay, this is you, this is you getting in the van. The van is setting sail. Um, you're turning away from everything you've known. And that's a big emotional leap. And that's what that card is about. The next card is the three of wands, okay? And you know, I love the three of wands. It's sun and Aries. You're going for it. You're like, I'm fearless. I'm going to do it. So we start out nice, right? These are two very good cards for a problem like this or a question like this. But the final card is the nine of swords. I hate the nine of swords. I do not like it. You know, the 10 of swords gets a, the worst reputation, but I think the nine is worse. Fight me. Who, what do you guys think? Nine or 10? With the 10, at least you, like, you're dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? The suffering is over. Um, there's a light, you know, the sun is rising in the distance in the Rider weight deck. You know that, like, okay, I can, I can start picking up the pieces. I'm not crazy. Um, <laughs> I love the nine of swords, said no one ever. Venus says it's pure dread. Yes. Um, it is pure dread. It's anxiety. And it's like, here's the thing. I think like with the nine of swords, you're like, is this happening or am I crazy? Like that's how the nine of swords manifests in my life a lot. 
And then when the 10 happens, you're like, fuck, I'm, I, you know, I'm not crazy. It's, it's happening. Oh no. You know, so that's bad. But I always want to know at least what the hell is going on. And when the nine comes up, it's nightmares, it's anxiety. I don't like you having the nine of swords in a van with a guy. I just don't like it. I picked three cards. Also, what if you don't do this, right? What if you don't do this? Um, I don't know what that means for your, you know, for how you'll be spending your time. I don't know what it means for your relationship. Um, but you know, you got the Ace of Wands, which is gorgeous, especially in this deck. It's very mystical, really beautiful. Um, a new beginning that you are sort of in control of. You have the Princess of Swords, okay? Um, oh, the Princess of Swords in this deck is so cool. She's a real warrior. She's wearing this like gown, like a ball skirt, but then like armor and like shoulder armor. <laughs> and there are these beautiful flowers and she's got a sword. So like, I feel like that's you just being like, no, I'm going to do my own thing. Um, and then you get the Ten of Cups. And this is a beautiful Ten of Cups in this one. It is that lovely emotional resolution where like all is as it should be. It is about people coming together. So I wonder like, you know, is there a way you guys can like live together in the same place for a minute before you set off on your, you know, road adventure um, so that you can figure out like how you guys affect each other in real life, you know, like, what, how do you support each other? How do you not support each other? What are the challenges? What are the strengths? Get a sense of that before you like live basically in a tin can together for God knows how long, okay? Um, so yeah, to me, it's a no-brainer. Like there's a lot of excitement in leaving, but it looks like it's the stress of it is like terrible. Um, in staying and do, doing a different plan, forging a different plan, um, and this is what I want to say to you too, as the princess of swords, princess of swords takes no shit. She's just like, comes in and is just like, no, listen, it's like this, right? So I'm wondering, you know, this van life thing sounds like it's really, um, you know, your boyfriend's idea. Like what, what's, what's an idea that you have? What's something else you guys can do? Instead of him like taking off for a while, can he come live, you know, in Texas for a while um, with you so you guys can really suss each other out? I don't know. It seems like there's a possibility of something else. And like, if he is like your, you know, like true life partner, then hopefully he'll come to you and show up and like, you know, really get, really allow you guys to get to know each other a little bit more before you do something so rash. Like call me crazy. <laughs> Jasmine loves van lifers. Oh my God. I do too. But you know something, I think like, I would rather somebody like randomly go and get married, <laughs> like go elope in Vegas than like, live in a van with someone you don't know for, for a year. That sounds so much harder and like riskier to me. All right. Well, now we know where I stand. Um, let's see who has got their hand up here. Luna Lynn, Luna Lynn, you are on. Oh, Luna Lynn has a real cute cat. I see. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Okay. So, um, before I get to my question, I just wanted to say thank you for my last reading. I don't know if you had seen oh, sure. any comments, um, but the one reading that you had told me looked really good uh, for me to reconnect with one of my old friends. Um, we are actually now dating. <gasps> Wait, what? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, That's incredible. It's, it's been pretty awesome. Because, um, I mean, we'd never been more than just friends. Um, but uh -huh. it's awesome. 
But um, oh my goodness! Congratulations! That's so fun. Thank you. Um, so my question that I wanted to uh, ask tonight is, um, I'm in a situation where I have to move, and um, okay, I'm kind of wanting to know what it looks like if I move uh, to uh, one town or another. Okay. Um, do you want to share those towns or do you want to say, you know, town A and town B? Um, well, uh, one is Yates Center and one is Chanute. Okay. So I'm, I'm flipping right now for Yates Center. Um, okay. Let's see, what would it look like for you if that's where you moved? Um, sorry that you're having to move unless maybe it's a wonderful thing. I mean, change tends to be in the long run, but... Moving. I mean, we yeah. thought we were going to be able to stay living in this house, and we thought we were even going to ha- be able to buy it, but the landlord decided oh. a couple weeks ago they didn't want to sell it to us anymore. Oh, no. So they're going to – they're wanting us out by the end of March, and um, so that they can, like, fix it up or whatever and then put it on the market. Oh, so they are selling it, but what they're just going to try and make more money off of it or something? I think so, because they were going to sell it to us for uh, just what they owe on it. Uh-huh. And okay. they changed their mind, so. Oh, God. Nothing makes me feel like a damn ca- communist, like, thinking about housing. And just, like, it's just so terrible. Yeah. It should really just be everyone's right. It's so hard. It's so hard how expensive it is. And, you know, I, I understand people trying to make money. I get it, Right. Um, but then also it's like at the expense of so much sort of heartache. All right. So at the same time, like, I think it's better that we move because I haven't really been happy here since we moved here just because I've been stuck being stay at home mom. Um, Okay. 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 Well, listen, I say, well, I don't say the tarot says, let me tell you that the tarot says Yates Center all the way. What was the name of the other place? I had it in my mind while I was shuffling, but now I can't remember it. Uh, Chanute. Chanute. Okay. Don't go there. Uh, (laughs) It might might even look like good because I've really been like trying to convince myself that like, if we move to Chanute, it won't be as good. (laughs) It's not going to be as good. It's going to be bad. You got the tower card. I wouldn't move there. (laughs) And I know you guys, I know the tower, tower, you know, it can bring gifts as well. But, you know, I also, you know, I I feel like I've lived a lot of my own life with, you know, getting my lessons the hard way. If you don't have to take the hard way, don't take it. This looks like the hard way. Um, The first one is the eight of, of discs. It's prudence. So there, I can see that it maybe looks really smart to move there or there's something about moving there that, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you find something that looks like it would be very, like, a good deal for you financially or if it makes a certain amount of sense. Maybe it's the, maybe it seems like the safer path, but no, you get the, you get the, ter- uh, the tower followed by the Aeon. And listen, I, when I see the Aeon after the tower like that, I'm just like, my God, it makes me really think about how the Aeon card in the Toth deck is a riff on the judgment card. And it's like, oh. There you get the tower and then you're like, oh my God, we did something. We did some wrong stuff. We made some wrong decisions. That's what the Aeon looks like to me. And then having to get the hell out of wherever you are. Now for Yates Center, the first thing you get is, um, it's another eight. It's like, it's the night of the eights, you guys. It's the eight of wands, which is Mercury and Sagittarius. It's called swiftness. 
it looks like um, things can will really kind of go fast for you there. Like like there's a there's maybe a bright energy that's drawing you there. Um, it could be one of those situations where things sort of fall into place in a way that seems really great. Um, the next card is the adjustment card, which is the justice card. Um, that's kind of an interesting card to get when you around a move, but also, you know, you're balancing. It's funny. It's in the same place that the tower card is in and the other place. So it's sort of like, I don't know if there's going to, if you're going to have to be, um, you know, making some decisions sort of quickly about around Yates center, but your final card is the emperor, which I love. Cause you know, he's king of his castle too. <laughs> yeah. He's, I really like him for, uh, for moving and for housing kind of stuff because, you know, he's just, I always think he's the king of his castle and, you know, he rules and he's, he's going to be comfortable and he's going to make, you know, strong decisions that like benefit him and his people, right? Like your family. So I really and like- I think Yates Center will benefit my family a lot better. Too. Oh, that's great um, to hear. One thing I was thinking about while you were talking is that um, as far as like options for housing, is there are actually three houses in Yates Center that I found that I want to go look at to, to buy. Okay. Um, Uh as far as Chanute, there's like one house that's in my price range and I don't even really like it. Oh yeah. Stay out of Chanute. That's so, that makes sense that like there's more for you in, in Yates Center because that first card, the, um, you know, it's, it's that it's Mercury and Sagittarius. So Mercury is like communication. Sag is ruled by Jupiter and Jupiter brings gifts. Jupiter's like, you want one house? Here's three houses. Like that's very, you know, Sagittarian energy, like more, 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 better, better, better. So I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and that's, what's being communicated to you from the energy of that place. Yeah. And my son has been having a hard time in school. He's in kindergarten this year and I just Aww. transferred him to the school in Yates Center a few weeks ago and he's been doing so much so another worry of moving to Chanu is that I would have to take him out of that school oh yeah yeah and that could be his tower you know that's like a tower for a kindergartner right <laughs> like when an adult gets the tower you're like oh god it could be so many things but you know yeah. that's like i got pulled out of kindergarten a very rough time he has a lot of issues with aggression and yeah mm-hmm. we've, we've finally got some you know services through the school so he's getting he's oh getting that's the help great there as well and i don't want to have to take him out of that school well, you don't have to. It's just the more you talk about it, you yeah. don't even need the tarot. It I mean, sounds I like what I wanted to do, but like uh-huh. just having you read the cards for me uh, has really affirmed that I I knew what I needed. So, oh, so thank good. You good. So I'm much. so glad. Oh, you're so welcome. Good luck to you and to your little kid. Thanks. Okay. Wow, I love hearing. Um, feedback on you know like oh yeah <laughs> you pulled cards and I did make I did make up with that person and now we're dating like wow that's mind-blowing I love that um <laughs> okay here is another uh, question that came into my Instagram it's short and not necessarily sweet okay what would it look like if I split with this partner what would it look like if I stayed and worked on it the tarot's answers really confused me I'm a bit insatiable and struggle to commit maybe I'm running Maybe I haven't ran soon enough. Whoa, okay. What would it look like if you split with your partner? Let's just 
look at that, okay? I mean, you're insatiable, you struggle to commit. Maybe this is not the one that's going to break that pattern for you, you know? Like maybe just you need to be out there playing the field a little bit longer or, you know, doing whatever you're doing. So what does it look like if you split from your partner? Um, or what if you stayed and worked on it, okay? Maybe you are running. Um, you know, that is... I mean, it kind of has that vibe to me. That doesn't mean that it's time for you to deal with it or that, you know, dealing with it means you have to stay with that person. But what does it look like if you stay and work on this relationship and work on your avoidance issues? That sounds avoidant to me. Am I a therapist? Absolutely not, you guys. I didn't even go to college. Um, but I read a lot of books. <laughs> okay. So let's see, splitting with this partner. Oh, okay, staying and working it out. Okay, wow. Yes, you want to stay and work it out. Is it going to be easy? Hell no, it's not going to be easy. Why would it be easy? These are some serious, I mean, you know, the issues that we bring into our relationships of feeling insatiable, commitment shy, you know, quick to run, avoidant, all that stuff is so hard. It's so hard to get to the bottom of it and to, um, you know, learn to live differently. But here's what I'm seeing in the tarot. For splitting with this partner, very first card, three of swords, sorrow, heartache. Ugh. It's like, well, how are you going to get past that? Um, you have the Knight of Cups and the Queen of Swords. This is really interesting. I'm getting a feeling that like the Querent is the Queen of Swords, right? Because the Querent is, uh, um, I'm sorry, the Queen of Swords is so often, good night, Jasmine. Um, the Queen of Swords is so often looked at as somebody who is sort of harsh. She's breaking hearts. She's firing people. She's cutting heads off. She's up in the clouds. She's detached. She's not in touch with her emotions. She's avoidant, okay? And then we have the Knight of Cups, who is um, the anxious... Oh, I see. Jasmine's not saying goodnight. Oh, good. Okay, goodnight, Luna. Stick around, Jasmine. Um, so with the Knight of Cups and the Queen of Swords, it's funny because to me, it really does look like that... Um, that like anxious attachment, avoidant attachment dichotomy. I don't know if you guys know what the hell I'm talking about. It's a sort of relationship theory, you know, the psychological relationship theory um, that some people are, you know, really avoid commitment and some people get, have like an, an anxiety. They attach to their partners with a lot of anxiety and it creates problems. Um, and sometimes those two people love to find each other and make each other miserable. So it looks like leaving is like, I don't know. It's, it, that doesn't look right to me. Um, the Knight of Cups, the Queen of Swords, the, the Sorrow card, you know, um, I, don't, I don't like it. Now, if you stay and work on it, what do you get? Oh my gosh, you get two sixes. And we know we love the sixes. They are, it sounds toxic. It is toxic. Um, these these, these, these um, types of attachments, they're not, they're not healthy. Um, but People can learn through them and grow through them, okay? So listen, if you stay and try to learn and grow through whatever your issues are, you get the six of cups, pleasure. We love that. Oh my God, sun and Scorpio. And it's like Scorpio at their best, right? Scorpio where they're like, you know, in touch with their rich emotions. They're able to feel their feelings and express themselves and have all the highs and lows of life. Beautiful. Then we get the six of wands, victory. You know, it's Jupiter and Leo. Oh my God, so much fun, so much sex, so much romance, so much feeling good. And what do we have right in the middle of it, you guys? The 10 of swords. So I am not scared of that 10 of swords. Um, I think that, you know, there's a, there's, even though this is such a short, uh, such a brief, you know, query, 
such a brief little question. I feel like there's so much that I'm reading into it, you know, and to me, I feel like this is about larger relationship issues and you're not going to just keep running forever. At some point that is going to bum you out. It just will. Um, And I'm seeing that in the three of swords. Um, If you stay and face it, is it going to be painful? It's not going to be only painful. And that's what I think makes a big difference because you're not going to get out of it you know, without feeling some pain, but you're also getting pleasure and victory. And and to me, that is amazing. Um, And again, you know, we were just discussing the difference between the nine and the 10. When the 10 of swords comes up, you know what's going on, right? You're looking, the, the, the beast has slayed you, you know? So you know what the problem is and you can start trying to heal. So I kind of love that, you know, for this. It's like, you know, like, okay, here I am trying to run again, what does it look like if I do something different? What does it look like if I face, you know, my insatiable, uh, my insatiability and my, you know, commitment phobia? Like, what does that look like? That's going to be new and different for you. And that's what's going to benefit you in the long run. Doesn't mean you're going to be with this person forever, but it looks like to run right now would in fact be you just running. Okay. All right, you guys, we're getting towards the end of the night. If you like this show, and I hope that you do, I'm here every Thursday, six o'clock Pacific, nine Eastern. You can listen to all of our back episodes. If you go to Spotify, search Your Magic. That is my other podcast, which you also might like. I've written a book about tarot. It's called Modern Tarot. Check it out. Um, Let's see who has their hand up. Uh, Eugeria. I hope I'm saying your name wrong. I hope I'm saying it right, not wrong. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. Welcome to okay. the oh Gosh, I can't believe you actually, but I actually don't think. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm washing my kids' hands because we're doing art right now. Oh, okay. Let me run upstairs. Okay, so I want to move out of California. Okay. Um, I feel like I've had too much, like, I got, I got out of an, an abusive relationship, like, five years ago. Okay. But I still have a lot of PTSD from it. So, yeah. I think I just need to, like, leave California. Okay. So, I don't know. My options right now are, like, Texas, Oregon, or do I stay in California, but do I, like, go to Sacramento okay. or somewhere up north? Okay, let's look at that. So the first one I'm shuffling for you for Texas, even though Texas is terrifying right now. They're gutting abortion rights. Oh, being yeah, exactly. I don't really want to go over there because of that. I know, but you know, <laughs> you can go there because of the fight, right? So let's see. Let's turn the TV on. Here, why don't you um, mute yourself while I'm shuffling? And then okay, I'll, yes, like, yes. So we can talk more. Oh my God, that little child's voice was so adorable. Okay, so I picked three cards for Texas and now um, I'm picking three. I'm shuffling for Oregon. Okay, so let's see, Oregon. I like Oregon. I mean, who doesn't like Portland? You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know about the woodsy, woodsy parts, but you know, that's not for me. I'm not a woodsy, woodsy person, but I do like Portland very much. But let's see, I don't know where in Oregon you're going. So I'm just shuffling for Oregon. Uh, it can be any part of Oregon. What would that look for you, like for you? And, okay. And now, what would it look like to go to Sacramento or points north in California? So staying in, staying in um, California, but really a big change of scenery, a big, I mean, California 
is such a giant state, right? It could be like three states. If you move, you could move into an entirely different, you know, um, you know, different seasons, you know, different like ecosystems, different weather. So what would it look like for you just to really change it up? So, okay. Texas. What do we got for Texas? Oh dear Lord. It looks like Texas really might be the place for you. (laughs) Um, And I say that because the smack dab in the middle of these three cards is the universe. And when the universe comes up, it's really pointing us towards our destiny, right? Um, So the universe is beautiful. And, you know, on the other two, the other two sides of it isn't bad either. Um, On one side you have, here we go again, the three of uh, discs works, Mars and Capricorn. I like that for you. That's a great card to get when you're relocating and having to start over a little bit. It means like you've got the grit, you know, you've got the, you know, whatever work needs to be to put into this, you can do it. And also, um, you know, there's work there for you. So that's important, right? And then there's the Princess of Swords. And I kind of love the Princess of Swords in this context, you know, right there with the universe, with the work card, because the, the Princess of Swords is just sort of like, fuck this, you know, like she's had enough. So I feel like she's that part of you that is like, I'm sick of this. You know, I'm sick of feeling like this. I'm sick of being haunted or reminded, you know, about like something that I've gone through that I'm healing from. I feel like she's doing something sort of rash, but in this context, it's self-protective and it's great. I really like it. So, so that's that one. Um, and now let us see what Oregon looks like. Uh, you know, Oregon looks a little hard. Oregon looks harder. I mean, honestly, what is going to top the universe? I don't know. But for Oregon, you got the change card. Okay, that makes sense. Two of discs, it is a change. You're moving. I mean, that makes sense. Then you get the defeat card, the five of swords. Okay. Oh, everything I just said on Texas. Okay, she likes it. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad she's popping up in the chat. Um, I see the defeat card in the middle here for Port- for Oregon. And um I don't like that, you know, especially since that's where the universe card is for Texas. Um, and then there's the chariot, which is like, okay, that's a silver lining. The chariot is great, but I just feel like you've met, you've been working too hard as it is. You don't need another bad situation that then you get to like, you know, have to be a superhero and pull yourself up and out. Um, I don't like it, even though the chariot's there. Like you would find your way in Oregon. You would be okay. I have a sense that you would be okay anywhere you lived. You're just that kind of person. But I don't, I don't love this as much as Texas. Let's look at Sacramento Sac, or, you know, a, a different part of California. No, no, it's not really it. Again, you know, you, the Queen of Wands pops up. She's a fighter. She's a survivor, really, is what she is. She's a survivor. She's, um, she's super powerful. She's got great energy. She can do anything. She'll never burn out. But then, you know, what cards are paired with her? The wary card, five of five of discs. We do not like that for a change of residence. And the seven of wands, which is about struggle. And again, it's so similar to that last reading where you win in the end. You do win the struggle. You come out on top, but you struggle. And I just feel like this is a move for you where you're moving away from struggle, right? Like that's what that's what you're aiming for is to move away from struggle, to not have to have things be so hard. Um so I really, I, I love the universe card. It, to me, it's pointing you right to Texas. Um, and we need more people there <laughs> to fight against these jackasses who are trying to like make trans kids' lives miserable and take away, you know, reproductive freedom for women. So not that that's your responsibility to go there and do that, but you know, everyone, everyone has one vote. So I think you should bring your vote and your life and your children to Texas. How does that sound to you? I think that um, deep down in my heart, I 
did think Texas was probably one of the best options, but okay. I just don't really know people, you know, like I don't have family around. So it's like scary oh. wherever I go, you know, ah. that's really intimidating. Um, have you yeah. been to Texas before? Do you know what part you want um, to go to? No, I was actually looking at it. There was um, a couple of towns that was like, um, recommended for like single moms, I guess. Oh, really? You know? So, um, yeah. like, like in the single mom list, you know, uh-huh. like to live, there was a couple of chats in Texas. So I looked them up. Um, I do my, my older roommates live over there right now. And she told me I should go over for like a week and check it out, you know? So yeah, I'm probably going to have to buy a ticket and do that. Okay. I love that plan for you. It looks like there's something special there for you. You do know someone because you know, you know, um, your, your old roommate. Yeah. Well, it's like mainly the husband because she's trying to come back to California. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's really just the husband, you know, so. Okay. I don't Um, know. Everybody is moving to Texas. So who knows who I might run into? I don't know if you can see, but uh, Kat just popped up in the chat and she's saying that Austin has a lot of programs to help. And I, um, that is not a surprise to me. Austin seems like a really cool place where um, it's very community oriented. Uh, People are friendly. There's a lot of, there's just like a good vibe there, you know, where it it makes sense to me that there are are programs and like people who want to help each other and have community and programs set up to help that too. So peek into Austin. Okay, thank you so much. I still you can't are believe so it. You're so welcome. Good luck to you. Thank you. Oh, man. Oh, everyone, all of us here in our lives, am I right? I just have so much, um, I have so much big, strong wishes for, for all of you guys. I hope you all get what you want and find safety and, um, you know, new beginnings, true love, good, good, meaningful work, all the stuff. I just want you all to have all the stuff. Um, peace, peace, peace. Yes. Peace of mind. First and foremost. Um, all right, you guys, it's seven Oh two. I got to get my kid to bed. Um, you know, I just love this room and I love it cause you guys are also incredible and you're there for each other and it is so sweet. Um, and it's really meaningful. So thanks for being here. Um, I'll be back here again on Thursday. Again, if you want to send me a question, uh, for the tarot, send it, you can send it to my, uh, Instagram, Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. Also remember, I only have one account. <laughs> I will never contact you asking you for if you want a tarot reading. I won't do that. If someone does that, it's not me. They're phonies. Okay, have a great week, everybody. I'll see you guys next week. Hello, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot Live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, and aspiration in real time. Just download the Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join the conversation. Then you'll be able to hear live readings, meet super interesting people, and even ask the tarot questions of your own. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot Live every Thursday.